1: All right, I've got a quiz for you. What's up? It's quiz time. Nobody said podcasting would always be fun and games. Oh my gosh, quiz. Am I prepared? I'm always prepared. Do you know who Emma Chamberlain is? Emma Chamberlain? That name sounds really familiar, but I don't know offhand. All right. What about Maddie B? Hmm. No? No. What what do you think Maddie B does?
2: I feel like Maddie B might be like a YouTube blogger.
1: Oh, yeah. I was right. Yeah, you're getting warmer. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. All right. What about life with Mac? Definitely a beauty blogger. Beauty, beauty blogger, YouTuber, blogger. Somebody, something to do with beauty. Okay. No. 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 Actually, life with Mac is an ASMR channel.
2: Oh. Do you know what ASMR is? Yeah, I've heard Janet Jackson do one. It's like very like soothing <laughs> sounds. And... It's like you're talking to the mic like this. I think like, I would be really good at ASMR.
1: <laughs> what would you do? What would your ASMR trick be? I
2: feel, I, I've heard I have a soothing voice, so I probably would just like Whisper. tell a
1: soft, whispery story. <laughs> I'll see you on the call map soon. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so mm, last one. What's TikTok and what do you do there?
2: Either some type of dance workout class or a place where you get fast food.
1: <laughs> Jada, you speed. have failed my quiz. Yeah, I didn't go so well. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> Not a quiz time. Podcast time. Welcome to the Bustle Huddle. What's up, guys? I'm Jada Gomez. I'm Anna Parsons. And today we're going to talk with, well, no, we're going to huddle with Sarah Schneider. You may
2: know Sarah Schneider as a former head writer of SNL. Yes. So she
1: um, was co-head writer, the first female head writer since uh, 2008. Um, with Chris Kelly. And they were head writers for season 42, which was 2016, 2017. A really interesting time to be a writer on SML. Um, or just a human at that time. And <laughs> I'm big... Those are the days.
2: Exactly. <laughs> Those are scary days.
1: Um, still scary days. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm a big fan of her. Like, honestly, she could have just, like, sat around in sweatpants. Um you know, watching all of the YouTubers that I just asked you about. So they
2: were YouTubers. Yeah, most of them, yeah. I was, was like, t- TikTok's a YouTuber, too?
1: No, TikTok is, um, it's like a platform. It's where you can, like, sing, or, like, it's kind of, like, Vine adjacent. Oh. Is Vine what is I would Vine. say. Yeah, so it's, like, it's from the Musical.ly app, but... Wow, I should really do my homework before I actually make a quiz. See, but, hey,
2: I feel like I need the points back on the TikTok question.
1: <laughs> no, I'm going to give you points for Maddie B because you did say he's a vlogger. You don't get no points for TikTok. <laughs> um, <laughs> to back up a little bit, Sarah has not been laying around in sweatpants. Actually, her and Chris Kelly left SNL to make their own show. The other two, which is now on Comedy Central, and is all about what happens when your baby brother becomes real famous on the YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's why I had all those YouTube questions up top. Oh, it all comes full yes, circle Yes, exactly, now. It. exactly. <laughs> and a lot of it's, um, you know, like the siblings in the show are much older than Chase Dreams, this like cute Justin Bieber-esque character <laughs> that just like takes off immediately after his song. I will marry you at recess. So like off. Baby
2: Justin Bieber, Baby Bieber. Oh,
1: Baby Bieber, yeah, oh, for sure. Oh, he's so cute. Oh, Baby was such a good song mm-hmm. with Drake in the music video.
2: He was such a he was such a little cutie.
1: Yeah, those days are gone. Yeah, it's gone. With 2016 and time. 2017. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but um so I love this show and these older siblings in the show. They're definitely kind of like Left behind, I would say, by this new type of viral fame and just like this new world that we live in that, like, I can barely wrap my head around now at the age of 33. So, I mean, we have, like, a Bitcoin business here in our office. Like, I don't know what Bitcoin is.
2: We do, and it's rumored that they have a slide, and then I heard that— They have a slide?
1: Yeah, it was a rumor, but it's not really
2: true. They don't have a slide, but I just prefer to believe that they do. It just makes me happier. Guys,
1: send us more rumors about things that happen in the the BDG (laughs) office building.
2: I'm just going to always believe that they have a slide
1: because it brings me joy, even if they don't have a slide. I've never heard that rumor before, but I want to believe. I want in. All right. Well, before I get carried away by this rumor about the slide, because I would really just like that's honestly our next episode. Um, <laughs> let's turn our attention to our interview with Sarah Schneider, which our deputy entertainment editor Allison Piewarski, was kind enough to do. It's um, it's a really good time, and I can't wait for you guys to hear. Let's hear it. Okay.
3: love the show. I think it's fantastic. And I've been reading while you guys have been doing press how there was like an inspiration of when Justin Bieber was on SNL, (laughs) the egg thing, which I also just watched Never Say Never, his documentary for the first time. Ooh, I've never seen it. Oh my, I think you would like have to watch. It's heartbreaking. (laughs) It's like, it's like it it, when I was reading about the egg thing, I was like, oh my God, like this is like actually kind of sad. I know, but. I love also that the show is, like, a nod to, like, this new vehicle of stardom. Yeah. Which I feel like at 27 is, like, so over my head. I don't know what TikTok (laughs) is. I don't want to Google it either. I'm like, I would like to stay as naive as possible to this. Oh. Or musically or any of that. Like, But I know that there is, like, such – this is how people are becoming stars nowadays. I know. It's so crazy. So do you have, like, are you in on any of that? Like, what is? who's your favorite YouTuber? Are you, like, guilty pleasure watching these, like (laughs) – Ten second clips of people like singing.
0: I know. I mean we kind of had to go down that rabbit hole just uh-huh. to like feel like we could write to it. Right. You know, we poke fun at the world a little bit, but we also didn't want to like completely dismiss it because mm-hmm. it's this completely parallel world of like celebrity and fame, like right. you were saying. I know we looked at a tiger beat the other day, which still exists, which Amazing. is great for them. The
3: fold out post the fold out po-
0: and they were all YouTube stars. It was all people from that world and from TikTok and mm-hmm. all the stuff. It was very surreal and crazy um my uh, favorite youtuber is maddie b raps he was like sort of one of my personal inspirations for Mm -hmm. this character in this world he just is fascinating to me and we would like go to pages of of youtubers like him and kind of just put the videos in order Mm -hmm. and watch the very first one and then watch the most recent one and the transformation was it was unreal it Mm -hmm. was just you could clearly see a hand that had gotten involved a budget a manager Mm -hmm. he was wearing like fashion (laughs) that and in a video like months earlier was wearing a homemade hat that said his name Mm -hmm. and so that was always that was like a lot of the inspiration
3: there's so many like corners of youtube too where you're like click on one thing and then you open another tab from like a thumbnail oh and then God. suddenly like 2 hours later you're in a very weird corner of the internet <laughs> I know what is like the strangest corner you feel like you've ever found yourself in
0: Um I usually do it on Wikipedia where I start down a road yeah. and I always 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 end up on like a serial killers page or a like cult page. Cause those are, you can all, it's like (laughs) the degrees of Kevin Bacon for Uh me. I can always get to a cult (laughs) online. I could start at like bridges and I would somehow end up on some like obscure Massachusetts cult (laughs) of vegans or something. Um, There's this, Clip in Broad City where mm-hmm. she starts like going down a rabbit hole and like somehow finds herself in like the darkness twenty hours later yeah. and I that was perfect to me I'm like that is what I do <laughs> and
3: then I'm like convinced I want people to go down that rabbit hole with me Oh and I'm yeah like, Have you heard about this And I'm like an expert in a serial killer now
0: I know I gonna did run,
3: unearth the person that killed somebody forty five years ago You're gonna solve the case You're I will crack the case Yeah and it's work for other people Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I know I listened to um this podcast Slow Burn Did you guys listen to that mm-hmm. and the there's the second season is all about like the Monica Lewinsky mm-hmm. and I loved it because it went so in-depth but then I would do the same thing where I'd be like to my husband did you, did you have any idea that it was Newt Gingrich who didn't get to sit in first in first class of like the presidential airplane and he's like I don't <laughs> this is too in-depth I didn't listen to it it's <laughs> like a
3: special set of skills Liam Neeson style but you're like no I just know a lot about
0: yeah <laughs> yes. <and>
3: scandals yes <laughs> I have gotten into
0: ASMR. I was just going to bring that up. Mm-hmm. I know, it's something about being with the mic.
3: But I don't <laughs> find the, like, like I don't have the same satisfaction of what other people are getting from. Like, it doesn't calm me. I just am fascinated by it. And, yeah. like, like the people who, like, smush their faces in bread. And oh, just, yeah. like, it's That's... what The Internet is such a beautiful place now. You're like, what is this? <laughs> you get, like, people have, like, careers built on just, like, Oh yeah, a loaf of wonder bread and just like smashing their face in it
0: it. the asmr i was something that people had talked about and i was like i wonder if i like when people brush my hair and Mm -hmm. do my makeup every once in a while like that's i could get into that and that's
3: a great side of asmr it does work like
0: (laughs) i have found videos and spent a while listening to them where i'm like oh yeah i'm feeling the trigger Mm -hmm. it's it's Great. There's one where it's literally just like a man brushing hair, brushing your hair for an hour. <sighs> oh and my I'm gosh. like, I could listen to that and fall asleep every single day. It's great. <laughs> it's amazing. amazing to me. Like, so much of that culture and the internet is people like figuring stuff out for themselves and mm-hmm. then creating careers out of it and empires and becoming moguls. And it's so impressive and like fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. You Know the first person to do that. I'm like, what is your brain? You were so you found something in the humanity that no one else did. It's so cool. And
3: like, what was it like when there were a hundred views on your video and people were like,
0: What
3: is yeah. this? Your family,
0: what is this?
3: Um, I also read that Case Walker on the show he asked if you had written this <laughs> SNL skit, Mr. Peepers. Yes, um which obviously was 25 years yeah. before you were working on <laughs> SNL. So, but like I do think that there is like especially with our listeners and our like demo they're obsessed with not only the new but also the old of SNL. Yeah. So, was there like a sketch that you wish you could have written for or oh character? My God.
0: I know. I I mean, I think when I came to the show, it was Kristen Wiig's last year mm-hmm. and I just had loved her for years. Mm-hmm. So I was like anything that I could do or write with her was a dream come true for me. I love her so much. Um, I'm trying to think if there was anything specific. I really should have an answer to this. I guess I just remember kind of loving when the show had like uh the women at the forefront mm-hmm. like there was the whole sherry my Ma- uh sherry and molly and anna years and i remember loving them mm-hmm. and like you know sweaty balls and, and say, yeah, yeah those sketches were just great i mean it started with gilda uh-huh. who was like the queen yeah you know and i loved her and rosanna Roseanne, donna like i loved that mm-hmm. all of So then it went from Gilda and then those girls and then women, (laughs) those women. And then it was like Tina, Amy, Maya, Kristen. And so I felt like I was, I watched the show more Mm -hmm. when the women were kind of crushing it. Yeah. Those are the ones
3: (laughs) I feel like I always go back to speaking of YouTube, like on YouTube, like into the, the like vintage, like back when it's. The, the camera work is a little different, it's <laughs> yeah. like, but it, it, it's so great. I'm wondering, like, something I love about the show, and to kind of tie it in with SNL, is that Chase is not, like, awful. He's, yeah. like, this, like, you you were actually, like, you sympathize with, like, this journey he's going on. He's dyeing his tongue yeah. to make it more pink. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, but he, I think that something we could expect from, like, these viral stars is that they're just, like full of themselves or, like, ego, but that's not really his character. I'm curious, when you were on SNL, was there anyone that you kind of expected to have that that maybe just completely shocked you? To have, me? like, an ego? Yeah. You
0: know, you you could think that a lot of people on SNL would have an ego based on the talent level. Yeah. But I think just some something about the, like, work ethic of the place and the the pace of the place, mm-hmm. there's, like, kind of not a ton of time to have an ego. Right. And so I, I did come in because I came in when – You know, Bill and Kristen and Andy and Jason were all still there and they had been on the show for forever Mm -hmm. at that point. And I was very intimidated coming into all of that. Mm -hmm. But then they still have to be in sketches and show up to rehearsal and have a really late night shoot regardless of who you are. And yeah, just like doesn't really leave room for that yeah. in a nice way. So I didn't really experience any which crazy egos. I yeah. do think
3: too, like, and obviously I don't know this having never hosted SNL, but that <laughs> like the, probably the pressure of actually just being a host also, like these people that are coming in and out each week is probably terrifying enough that if anything, if you, ha- if you were high up here on an ego, it
0: knocks you down at least a little bit because yeah, totally. you're, You got to perform for sure. Oh yeah, you're talking about like the host (laughs) coming through. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, definitely there are some egos. Those and then those people just—they're the weeks aren't as fun. Mm -hmm. Like you know, if you come in, and you're kind of like, oh, I only wanted to—I only want to work a couple of hours on pre-tapes. Like Mm -hmm. your show's not going to be as great. You're not as present in the show. That's going to then be the critique is Mm -hmm. like, where was the host? They didn't get to use them that much. Mm -hmm. And so that's—it's only kind of like hurting their experience and the show itself. but, yeah, so it was always the people that would come in who I thought would have an ego, like, who should have an ego, mm-hmm. um, that were then up for anything, that were my favorite hosts. Yes. Yeah. Like, we did the longest shoot ever with Andrew Garfield when we we wrote The Bajency. The Bay agency. Agency
3: is one of my favorite sketches. That's nice. <laughs> it's so good.
0: Thank you. But he – that was – I mean, it's like a full movie trailer. We yeah. shot with him for hours and hours and hours. He was up until, like, 2 in the morning and never complained. I'm like, you are – A great actor of our time. You could easily be like, I'm shutting this down. I've been out here for six hours and it's I have to Perform tomorrow, Mm -hmm. and the fact that he didn't—he'll always be like one of my favorites that I got to work with. And you can
3: tell too, because that's like one thing that, like, I will like go back to watching on YouTube and
0: like rewatch and rewatch it because you can tell that everyone's like enjoying it. You know, (laughs) we like left for a little while, and because you basically can shoot in the morning if it's something long, you'll shoot in the morning Mm -hmm. on Friday, and then you'll go to the studio and block, and then you'll come back Friday night to finish it. Mm -hmm. And we came back, and the director Reese Thomas was like had been shooting all day B-roll of just him and other crew guys running through, like, the shadows. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they were just having a damn blast. And we were like, this is this is great. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> it felt exciting. It was, like, exciting to work on that one.
3: Yeah. I think, obviously, a lot of people would probably think, like, working for SNL, writing this great show for Comedy Central is, like, a dream job.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And I think, like, Carrie and Brooke, they have not-so-dream jobs. <laughs> so I'm wondering, like, on the flip side of... What you're doing now, is there anything when you were like younger that was like not the dream job or like <laughs> oh, just yeah. like an awful job that you had to do?
0: Well, the job that I had that was the closest to Carrie was I worked. I just wanted I was like an actor mm-hmm. in high school and I wanted to like be around the theater. But there was a um, local dinner theater in my town and obviously I couldn't get cast. But I was like, I want to be around the dinner theater. So I took a waitressing job uh-huh. at the dinner theater. And just the worst people in town would go to that dinner theater, i get my ass grabbed. Like, it oh was gross. Because it was like older right. men, and then their like, older wives would go to the bathroom and mm-hmm. they would like grab butts. That was not ideal. <laughs> but I was like, I'm here for the craft to watch and learn. The <laughs> and then when I first moved to New York, which is sort of closer to Brooke, um, I thought I wanted to be a copywriter. I thought I wanted to work in advertising. Mm-hmm. So I was working at an ad agency as a creative assistant. And everyone there was perfectly nice. The stuff they were making was great, but there just wasn't enough work for me. And I would truly – I brought in an inflatable raft that you would, like, use in a pool and mm-hmm. put it under my desk with a pillow. And I would just, like, sleep in the afternoons because there just wasn't work. Uh-huh. And I think that the job wasn't bad, but something about the workload was just so demoralized. It, it was so, like, I felt – unnecessary and mm-hmm. that's such a like rough way to feel when you're right. young and like excited Energized, to get going yeah. and you feel like your career i was kind of like this is going to be the next the rest of my yeah life. my career <laughs> yeah and so yeah that i relate to mm-hmm. as you write your life story you're far from finished are you looking to close the book on your job maybe turn a page in your career be continued at the georgetown university school of continuing studies our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu
2: podcast. Let's jump into Pepper's world of play. Look for spring flowers. Hunt for muddy puddles and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig,
0: inspiring kid confidence.
3: So obviously Chase Dreams, hashtag Chase Dreams, is (laughs) like this incredible like new sensation in the show. Was there anything when you were a teen, whether it be a fandom, because like viral, I don't feel like viral stars were really a thing yet. Yeah, not yet. But like any fandoms, like, oh yeah, what were
0: they? Well, mine are so basic like I loved Jonathan Taylor Thomas okay I wanted to like meet him and be with him mm-hmm. <laughs> and I had a poster of him on my ceiling which is such a thing that you I don't think I got the like idea behind why you would put a poster right. of someone on the ceiling you know if you catch doesn't my drift doesn't make you
3: cringe so much yeah. that you're just like this naive child oh, yeah. and your parents are like ceiling okay okay. okay. sure
0: (laughs) and i would just be like yeah because i just want to i think people just want to see people right before they go to sleep and that's what (laughs) i want and so there he is like right next to my hammock of stuffed animals um i loved him so much
3: i think like i i'm also like basic in the sense that i was like harry potter which i was like like and that like carried into adulthood and i'm like sure like what a a unique opinion that I liked Harry Potter <laughs> as a kid,
0: you know, like, and like, I mean, there's so much about being a kid and like wanting an identity or yeah. trying to connect yourself to culture and to the people around you mm-hmm. that it makes sense why people kind of get these obsessions sure. and, or get so into something. I, t- I, I still, I still relate. To is
3: there anything now? <laughs> like I've gotten really into makeup tutorials, which is why in the show, um, Britlin <laughs> <laughs> I died at this like because I my biggest thing is I'm going on Instagram and just going to like the explorer page and I'll click into somebody I'm like oh her makeup's amazing and then I click into the profile and it's like 14
0: dance and like her team name and <laughs> yeah, I'm like yeah. what you're no. like how?
3: I never looked like that at 14 that's the thing
0: I know you, what's
3: happening
0: <laughs> I don't understand it, half of it is the makeup I think it's like so many of these kids now are coming into the world into our world fully formed 100%. confident they have their brand they have they know what they <laughs> are their talent what they what they can offer to the world and mm-hmm. I just was not there when I was 14 I was so I didn't Know what I wanted to do, not even close. And so that is, we try to kind of bring that into the show. But it is so—it's such an intimidating world where where they have the confidence that we don't even have now, Mm -hmm. and that's infuriating and fascinating and inspiring and all of the above. I know.
3: (laughs) I mean, I legitimately see like tweens that look older than me. Yeah. <laughs> but like are I'm like, I wanna be her when I grow up. Oh my like gosh. what I.
0: <laughs> I know.
3: It's fascinating. But I do think also like social media plays such a big role in it. Yeah. Um people that are coming up and becoming these big stars, even at just such a young age, like, have so much to compare themselves to that they yeah. know what works and what doesn't. Totally. Meanwhile, I'm, like, at Limited 2 fishing through, like, anything that says dance on the butt. And I'm like, this <laughs> is my yeah. brand.
0: You yeah, know? <laughs> totally. No, they have so many people to emulate because there right. is such a world out there of people posting and posting every single day and all their opinions. And yeah. you, can, you can craft yourself earlier because you have more to look at, mm-hmm. which is scary but cool yeah I think oh you were asking if I had fanned out over anything yes. recently this was psychotic because I don't <laughs> even know where it came from but I like lost my mind over Cole Sprouse in Riverdale really for like a full year yeah <laughs> it's kind of faded away it's, it has faded away but uh-huh. I was in LA and on the way I was like I'm just gonna watch Riverdale my friend Lucia and yellow who wrote on our show with us was like obsessed with it oh yeah and I was like, okay, let me just watch this show and see what's up. And on the plane, I was, I was like, I think I An am in love, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it really, it was really crazy. I would like watch all of the videos of him and Lily. This is like psychotic. I'm 35 years old and he's like 12. <laughs> but I would watch the videos of their, you know, bug head, which is like uh-huh. him and Lily Reinhardt in real life, and like all the clues of are they dating or not. was before they had come out. It was really, it was really like. I was standing them. Standing, yeah. It was my first experience standing anything. At least you weren't like photoshopping your head over like yeah. Lily
3: Reinhardt's body, no, and you're like forever no, together no, no. forever. I together would never forever. Do that.
0: I never did that. <laughs> <laughs> and if you check my computer, you won't find anything. JPEGs. <laughs> yeah. Are no, you still watching Riverdale? I am now? watching Riverdale, but the the crush has faded. Yeah,
3: Riverdale is a fun watch because yeah. it's so ridiculous. Yeah. And the things that are happening, you're like, how are you singing Sweet Disposition as you're walking down a church aisle? But you're like, I have to keep watching for this reason. It's bonkers. I can't look away. Yeah, it is. It's fun. It all. is great. What would your like YouTube slash, like, <laughs> yeah, what would your YouTube, like, marry you at recess? Yeah, like what is yours? Oh, like God. think about like when when Rebecca Black hit like happened.
0: Yeah, because that happens to us. Inspiration, it, happened, yes. us. <laughs> yeah. it happened at us. Yeah, happened at us. is really funny.
3: <laughs> like what would yours be? Like I don't know what I know. bring to the table in sense of viralness.
0: Well, I think if I was fourteen and had posted something, it would have been a singing video. Hundred. It would have gone gone viral for how cluelessly like forced the vocals were Mm -hmm. because I just would have I think that I thought I had a great pop voice when I was like 14 and I just would have like earnestly sung an original song that the vocals were just not there (laughs) an original song too. an original song
3: I used to like sing um Very earnestly. Like, I thought – my mom always says, you're an okay singer when you're not trying, Uh which is such, like, a backhanded (laughs) comment. Um, But I used to – I just remember, like, trying so hard to sing, like, Michelle Branch songs. And I was like, this is what's going to do it. Like, I'm going to – and then I would never, like – click the like, I would never put it anywhere. Yeah. But I'm just like, I think I've just put it out there in the universe. Like, people are going to find me. They're going to know I'm a star. And I'm like, thank God that nothing happened. Because even when I, I used to, like, go onto YouTube and search, like, you search any type of, like, song that... Um, like, Jar of Hearts by uh, – who sings that? Christina Perry, maybe? Like, and then you go to the last page of YouTube and you sort it by views. So you go to, like, the one that only has, like, 36 views. And that's oh when you find the people that are trying so hard. Yeah. And you're like – I'm like, that's me. Like, that I was me. absolutely that person when oh, I was younger. Yeah.
0: Wow, that is a deep – you it's, do spend a lot of time. I it. I did that when I was in college. <laughs>
3: I've I've grown out of it. <laughs> yeah, look at my history, like yeah. jar of hearts, page seventy-seven. Um, yeah, I think I don't know though, like what my viral thing is. Like I, but yeah. I have. I feel like post R.I.P. Vine. I became <laughs> obsessed with Vine. Yeah. Like going on YouTube and watching like Fine Vine compilations. compilations. are it's so funny. They're so good. Yeah. I, like, set it up on my TV where I could just watch them on YouTube. Like, as if I was watching, like, Netflix. I was yeah. just, like, binging them.
0: They're it's, so great. It's just impressive to me. I kind of said it before, but, like, it feels like you have to be one of the first people doing something. Mm-hmm. And then otherwise it just feels like you're copying those people because they did it so well. Mm-hmm. There's not, like – so the – the orig- like, I remember Will Sasso was on Vine so early with his, like, lemons. Mm-hmm. I would watch those and laugh so hard. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that series? He always, like – We'd be talking and then be like, huh? and then a, a lemon would come out of his <laughs> oh, yes, mouth. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so funny. Yeah. It's like a different brain. It's a different brain. I just watch from, and it I'm is. like, you are geniuses. Like, and also different. it's no
3: shame. Like you, there's Yeah, no, totally. And that's one thing I think, like, growing up, like, you were so used to, like, I was so used to, I don't want to project my, <laughs> my self-consciousness, but you were, like, self-conscious about these things. Like, totally. I just think that you have to, like, you really have to be the first one there, and you have to do it without any, like... Hesitation. That's completely true. Yeah. Which is why I think some of these people become so so famous because it they might be doing something absolutely ridiculous, yeah. but they're doing it with no shame. Yeah, that's true. Um, okay, so my last question about the show is: Is there anything that you guys were like, are we being a little too critical? Mm-hmm. A little, t- are we going too far with like any absurdity that happens um, that you had to like draw the line?
0: I know. I'm trying to think. I mean, the 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 kind of the closest. Maybe thing that we ended up leaving in the show is the idea that Streeter, Chase Dreams' manager, is like tamping down his Adam's apple <laughs> and like dyeing his tongue yeah. pinker because the girl's like a pink tongue. But there is something in in Ken Marino that mm-hmm. kind of like we felt we could go there. Obviously, it's absurd. It's, it's not right. like based on anything uh-huh. re- in reality. I hope not. Um, can
3: you dye a tongue?
0: I'm sure you can. I don't know. Can tattoo a tongue? I, got, so. I know you can really do it. You can do it. Is. You can do whatever you want yeah. to a tongue. <laughs> <laughs> um, but those are kind of like the closest to the edge. Poking where we, fun yeah, at it. Yeah, we were just we thought those were like silly enough that mm-hmm. it still stayed in. But weirdly
3: enough, when I saw that, I wasn't like, "This is absurd." <laughs> I like think I genuinely <laughs> it really was the like, line. "Yeah, <laughs> You got to like, do what you got to do." That gotta do. That no <laughs> one likes. <them. laughs> A, like, well, light a pale tongue. tongue. Yeah, pale tongue. But
0: truly, when you watch, like, the Kardashians, aren't you always like, how are their tongues so pink?
3: I've never noticed it. Now I'm, i think it's because gonna...
0: they're t- so tan and their teeth are so white mm-hmm. that whenever you get a, like, glimpse of tongue, it is the pinkest thing you've ever I, seen.
3: Really? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to have to look at that now. That's incredible. Is it just me? I mean, now I'm going to just look at everybody's tongue while they're speaking.
0: I'm so sorry I'm like, to have done that to I'm you. I'm, like, sticking <laughs> my
3: tongue at the bottom of my mouth <laughs> That's
0: incredible.
3: Well, thank you so much for talking to oh, us. Oh, this was a is blast. blast! Yeah, thank you for having me.
1: So many, 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 many thanks to Sarah for coming to the Bustle office. We had a great time with you. Also, guys, really go watch the other two because I don't even like TV, and I really like the show. Wow, I definitely have to put this one on my queue because Do I it. love
2: SNL. So sounds right up my alley. Yeah, it's good. You won't regret it. Bye. Peace out. The Bustle Huddle is produced by Anna Parsons and Michaela Heck with help and love from Roseanne Salvatore. Be sure to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. And definitely leave us reviews on iTunes because we'd love your feedback. You can also reach us at at huddle@bustle.com. I'm your host, Jada Gomez.
1: And I'm Anna Parsons.
2: And we will see you next week. Next week, guys. Bye-bye. bye bye